Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly. We're back with another Western North Carolina fishing report with Dale Collins of Tucka CG Fly Shop. How you doing, Dale? Doing great, Marvin. Loving uh, loving these mid-fall temperatures and this beautiful weather we've been having, man. It's, it's, uh, it's a good time to be alive. Yeah, and it looks like uh, you're going to kind of continue to cool off. I think you're going to have a couple hard frosts in your lowland future uh, here by the end of the week. Yeah, you know, I, I think it could be uh, a few mornings here where we throw the anchor rope into the river to to, to thaw it out and get going for the day. Um, I'm, I'm glad to see it. I really love those temperatures where it's cool in the morning and you're just kind of shedding layers all day. Um, the trout really like it. It keeps the water temperatures really steady and consist- consistent. Um, and I, I think it just helps the bite be more consistent, too. Yeah, and speaking of, you know, um, you know, it's another month, which means another round of stocking in your neck of the woods. What do you want to share with folks on that front? Absolutely. So, you know, I think you can attack those with, um, you know, your your squirmy wormies, your mop flies, you know, that typical junk food um, category fly. Um, a girdle bug or pat's rubber leg, depending on where you're from in the country, is always a, a good bet, too. And, and I would encourage you to finish those drifts with a swing. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of times people will, uh, recast too soon where they could just swing that girdle bug and a lot of times pick up, uh, pick up, a um, eager fish downstream from you. So that's a, that's a good bet there on the tuck or really any delayed harvest. Um, but we are seeing those fish from, they got stocked in October and it's certainly a holdover fish. They're well educated and they figured out some hatches. We've seen some really nice, uh, responses on blueing olives. Uh, some small rusty caddis and uh, things of that sort. So uh, don't forget your dry dropper game is still going to be good, especially in the afternoons uh, as the temperatures warm into the afternoon. So there's still a lot of things at play here. And, and you can kind of, you know, if, if you want to work on your streamer game on a delayed harvest or nymphing game or drop fly game, now's a great time to do that. And, and it's, it's low risk. Like you're more than likely not going to get skunked if you go out there and try to learn a new technique. Yeah, and so what are you seeing on your wild water up in the park? So we're still seeing, you know, the, the leaves are hanging on. You know, we kind of had, you know, temperatures in the 70s and mid-70s for most of October. Uh, so those leaves are in the low elevations are hanging on. So that's, that's going to keep our October caddis hatch going because um, those, those, those bugs really need that leaf, um, that layer of leaf in the, in the water to, uh, to get their bugs going. So... Um, so October caddis, uh, I really still like the orange stimulator. You can kind of get into a little bit darker shade of orange. That's going to help you. Um, and then uh, certainly an Adams is going to be really nice. Purple haze, things like that for the park. Got it. And uh, speaking of the park, we have a question from Daniel. And he wanted to know as we move into late fall and early winter, you know, what are your thoughts about nymph rigging tactics to fish the wild water in the park? Absolutely. That's a great question. Um, you know, I, I kind of consider, um, mid November into December, like your, your late fall, uh, time period there for the national park. Um, and any, any of the, I guess, uh, lower to mid level creeks. Um, so I, I think you want to do a, um, a, a check rig for, for the nymphing, get a, get a heavy point fly. Um, and then above it on your tag, put a, put a smaller stone fly. Um, use really light tippet. That water is going to get super clear once these leaves get washed out of here and the tannic color of the water gets, gets moved out to Fontana Lake. So, um, but you're going to need to be deeper in the water column. So avoid that fast moving water. 
um, you know, six, seven X tippet. And then if you're not getting any response on that heavier point flop, go down to another smaller, um, and, and, and fish two small, two small nymphs. And, um, you know, one, not, not of the same variety, of course, but, uh, mix it up, try to, try to find them. But, um, you just about have to hit them in the nose. And then if the water gets too cold, you know, have that thermometer, pay attention to your water temp. If it gets down into the thirties, then I think you need to lower your expectations and, and find some warmer water. Yeah. And I think too, you know, it's always amazing, you know, if you really skinny down your tippet to like, you know, five, six, seven X, and I'm a big fan of trout hunter fluorocarbon when you got a urine nymph like mm-hmm. that, you really don't need a lot of weight to get down. No, and and that's where, you know, the technology in fly tying development, I guess, if you will, um, these pertagons, uh, you know, coming out of, of the Spanish team, uh, you know, they're really slender. There's very little uh, surface area that's, you know, going to give resistance and friction, so they sink super fast. And I don't know if that's all the correct physics terms there or not, but that's your guide point of view. So they sink fast and they work well. So check them out. Yeah, because I mean, you know, it's I mean, girdle bugs and things like that, and mop flies are great, but you can also there's a lot of weight on those. You can get caught up pretty easily. Exactly, that's exactly right. And you know, always definitely a good idea to make sure in those situations you're fishing barbless flies. Uh, that helps you get off the bottom easier if you do get hung up. But it's also uh, still beneficial for those fish. You can you can still harm a fish when the water's forty degrees as you can if it's seventy. Yeah, all all good stuff. And you know, folks, we love questions on the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us or send them to us on our Facebook or Instagram page. If we use your question, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag. And we were in a drawing for something cool from the shops at the end of the season. And Dale, before I let you hop, you want to let folks know about your three locations and hours and all that kind of good stuff? Absolutely. So we're located in uh, downtown Waynesville, downtown Silva, and Bryson City. And we're going to be 8 a.m., 5 p.m. in all three of those locations uh, for pretty much the remainder of November. And then we may kick over to our winter hours um, there in December. So uh, give us a call or email, info at Shop. You can find us online anytime at TuckFlyShop.com. Well, there you go. I keep saying it, folks, but fall is my favorite time to get out and fish. You owe it to yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Dale. You too, Marvin.